At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. A warm up for the low. Welcome from what's down at Scream, Maui, Hawaii, for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. And we've got a great podcast for you guys. We're going to go guest free today. Going to be taking a look at everything that we wound up getting on the last Sunday before the All-Star break here in the first segment. And then the rest of the show, going to give you guys just some picks and analysis for the Home Run Derby. We're going to go guest-free today. We'll probably have a few guests on throughout the week. But right now, enjoying a little bit of time out here in Hawaii since now it is the All-Star break. Along the way this week, I'll be delivering just some trends that we've noticed here in the first half of the season. We'll get on a few guests to get their takeaways from the first half of the season. Then, as we know, right after the All-Star break, we are back at it with a bunch of games that also be picking and analyzing the All-Star game. I'll also give you guys a little bit of a manifesto as to why to not wind up putting, like, maximum units on the Home Run Derby and or the All-Star game because, well, these are a little bit more fun events and there's going to be plenty of betting opportunities in Major League Baseball towards the second half of the season. And if you ever do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at gunit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters CM maybe does not matter, so as per usual, please just send these into the timeline. Other ways, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're both firing whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. Did not wind up getting in any Twitter questions today, but had a great day of baseball on Sunday to be able to go into the break. So let's take a look back at it. Try to find some trends and try to get to know these teams a little bit better. A games from yesterday is Greg Buzz in a 
about. Here is the Rowdy Recap. The Yankees completely pummeled the Boston Red Sox by a count of 13-2. And speaking of getting pummeled, that's what wound up happening to Chris Sale. Chris Sale leaves the first inning after he takes a ball off of his pinky, breaks his pinky, and he figures to be out a while. You just feel for the guy at this point. I mean, that is very, very tough to say the least. Wild three runs, two of which were earned in two-thirds of an inning, so he pretty much closes out the first half of the season with a 318 ERA. From there, Eric Cousins, Almora, Tanner Oak, Garrett Woodlock, all deliver scoreless innings, and Darwinson Hernandez, pair of outs out of the bullpen, but Ryan Brazier, he had a rough go of it, giving up four runs while getting just two outs. Jake Diekman, he goes an inning. He gives up four runs, including a homer as going deep off of him. Tim LeCastro, his second home run season. And Joey Gallo, he would go deep off of John Schreiber, his 11th home run season. And Schreiber gives up two runs in his inning of work. And Caleb Ort was able to give you a scoreless inning. Jeter Downs, he was able to have a double and a homer for the Boston Red Sox in this one. His first of the campaign, that comes off of Garrett Cole. And another relatively solid start. He does give up that home run, but two runs in total over the course of seven innings, 12 punch outs. Lucas Lutke, Jonathan the Wiseka from there. They both give you a scoreless inning and going into the All-Star break, the Yankees 64 and 28. Meanwhile, the Boston Red Sox, I believe that they have now won just one out of their last six games. The Tampa Bay Rays, they go into the break winners as they wind up taking down the Baltimore Orioles by a count of 7 to 5. For Baltimore, Jerome Lyles did not wind up having it in this one. He winds up giving up six runs, all of which were earned in two and two-thirds innings, including a pair of bombs. As going deep, Brett Phillips, his fifth home run season, and Randy Arozarena gets his twelfth. He wind up having Keegan Aiken give one up to Francisco Mejia as well. For Mejia, his sixth home run of the season as Aiken gets five outs out of the bullpen while giving up that solo home run. Shout out to Brian Baker. He got five outs in this game, all via punch-outs. Dylan Tate, a scoreless setting, and Joey Krebel, a scoreless setting. And for the Orioles, they got a pair of bombs of their own as you wind up having the 10th home run season for Rudnett Odor that comes off of Corey Kluber. And then Austin the Say's kid, he was able to get his 12th home run season as that one winds up coming off of Mr. Pete Fairbanks, a name that we haven't heard in quite a while. He gives up a run in an inning, but Brian Thompson and Brooks Rayleigh Combined for a squirrel of setting, Corey Kluber, not his best start, giving up four runs over the course of six innings, including a homer, but Jason Adam, he was able to close things out with a scoreless ninth inning. You wound up seeing the Atlanta Braves as very sizable favorites, winding up falling to the Washington Nationals, this by a count of 7-3, to three, as Spencer Strider, he was not able to find his stride in this one, giving up five runs over the course of four innings, including a home run to surrendered by a Victor Robles in his second home run season, then later on in the game, Juan Soto. 20th home run season. That comes out for Tyler Madzik. Madzik gives up that home run over the course of two innings. And Dylan Lee, he gives up a run in two innings as well for the Braves. They were unable to really touch Irasimoto Ramirez, who wound up being the starter of a bullpen game, going three scoreless innings. Jordan Weems gave up all three runs in this one for the Washington Nationals. Not going well for him as he's now got a 6.92 ERA. Got just one out along the way. But Andres Machado, Kyle Finnegan, they both give you a scoreless inning. Carl Edwards Jr., two scoreless, and Steve Ciszek. One and two-thirds hanging scoreless and for the Nationals. They get seven runs across and they strand just two men on base. That is some efficiency. Who else was efficient? The Chicago White Sox. Hard to lose a game where you don't give up any runs. 11-0 the final. Still in cease was amazing. Gave up just one hit over the course of seven innings. Joe Kelly, Jose Ruiz. They both give you a scoreless hang and then you get a trio of homers. For the White Sox as well as Josh Harrison is able to get his fourth home run season. Yuan Moncada, he gets his fifth home run season. And Andrew Vaughn, his seventh. 
All three come off of Joe Smith as Smith gives up six runs, including those three bombs in a third of an inning. Chris Archer first started off the injured list, did not look like himself. Four and two-thirds innings, giving up four runs, all of which were earned. Giovanni Morin gives you a pair of outs on the bullpen. Caleb Fiobar, along with Emilio Pagan, both wind up coming in for an inning. For Pagan, he gave up a run in his inning. Gerald Conde scoreless inning, and Ty Duffy a third of an inning scoreless. But for the Twins, just one hit in this one. So cease, he made them decease as he also wound up getting eight punch outs along the way. The Oakland A's wind up being able to pull off an upset and for the second time in their series against the Houston Astros, they get it done. 4-3 to three, the finalists. Adam Aller winds up getting the start and was not a good start for him. He does wind up giving up a pair of homers, three runs in total over the course of four and a third innings. Jeremy Pena gets his 13th homer on season. Kyle Tucker his 18th, but from there the bullpen wound up having his back as Sam Maul gives you a pair of outs out of the bullpen and then A.J. Puck, Zach Jackson, Lou Torino, Domingo Acevedo. I'll deliver a scoreless setting, and Ramon Laureano goes deep off of Jake Odorizzi. Ninth home run season as Odorizzi gives up three runs over the course of five and a third innings, including that bomb. Rafael Montero winds up giving up one run over the course of two innings. Ryan Santa compared routes out of the bullpen, and Ryan Presley, a scoreless setting. So Astros dealing with some injuries in terms of the lineup, most notably Jordan Alvarez. They go into the break on a little bit of a clunker. The Phillies go in on a super good pitching performance from Aaron Supernola. He was super as the Phillies get a 4-0 win. Eight and a third inning scoreless with 10 strikeouts for Nola before Jose Alvarado gets the final two outs of the game. Yardio Munoz, he winds up going deep off of Trevor Rogers, his third home run season for Rogers. He was not in the neighborhood of being able to deliver a good start, giving up four runs over the course of six innings. Dylan Floral, Anthony Bass, Stephen Okert, they all deliver a scoreless inning, but gotta have concerns with this Miami Marlins lineup as they scored a grand total of one run in their series against the Philadelphia Phillies. And as a matter of fact, they have scored three runs or fewer, and now six out of their last seven games going into the All-Star break. That is far from terrific. What was pretty terrific was what the San Francisco Giants were able to do on Sunday, though. They take down the Milwaukee Brewers by kind of 9-5 as for the Brewers. Rowdy Tellez gets his 18th home run season. Willie Adamas his 19th as Aaron Ashby. He pretty much was an opener in this one. He gives up two runs over the course of an inning. Jason Alexander, he then got destroyed. Seven runs surrendered in five innings, including a pair of homers. Going deep for San Francisco, Brandon Belt. Eighth home run of the season, Lamonte Wade Jr. Winds up being able to get his third as Logan Webb. Another good start for the San Francisco Giants. He winds up giving up two runs over the course of six innings, including a homer end for Logan Webb. He has been just so masterful at home. And the San Francisco Giants, dating back to last season, in his last 23 pitching appearances at home, they are 21-2. and Jacob Junis from there does wind up giving up Three runs over the course of two innings with Camilo Duvall. A clean sheet on his inning of work. So the San Francisco Giants, they take down, down the Brewers three straight times to be able to close into the All-Star break. The Blue Jays, they wind up covering the run line against the Kansas City Royals. 4-2 to two. final in this one. Blue Jays able to get a pair of runs in the eighth inning to be able to cover this one as you did wind up having a little bit of a sign of power for the Royals as Nick Prado, his first career home run. That comes off of one Jose Barrios, who winds up giving up two runs over the course of six and a third innings. Bullpen at his back. Jordan Romano, a scoreless setting, and then Tim Meza, one and two-thirds inning scoreless for the Blue Jays and anyone that backed the run line. Alejandro Kirk, the hero in this one, 11th home run of the season. He winds up taking Wyatt Mills deep as Mills. It was not great for him, giving up two runs over the course of an inning, and for Chris with a K Bubich, it's been a very trying season for him. He's got an ERA right around a 587, but... Seven innings pitch in this one. 
Only two runs they wanted giving up were unearned runs as he was hurt by a Bobby Wood Jr. fielding error. So actually a relatively solid performance for him. You did wind up seeing a pair of games wind up getting washed out between the Tigers and the Guardians and the Cardinals and the Reds. But you did wind up seeing the DK Nation pick come through. The Seattle Mariners, they go on the road. They get it done against the Walker, Texas Rangers by a count of 6-2. We wanted to dig in the under and the under came through despite the fact that Chris Flexen not too long for this game. Gives up one run in three and two-thirds innings. That one run, a sole home run to Marcus Simeon. 13th home run season, but the Rangers go just one of nine with men in scoring position. And Glenn Otto, he gives up three runs over the course of six innings. They wind up giving up a pair of home runs. Queen Deep for Seattle. Ty France, who should be an all-star. One home run season and Cal Raleigh, his 13th. He did have Garrett Richards from there. Make things a little bit difficult. Got just one out, giving up three runs along the way. But Jose LeClerc, Brock Burke, both give you a scroll of saying Dennis Santana. Pair of outside the bullpen and the Seattle Mariners are entering into the All-Star break with a sub-2 ERA over their last 32 days. Matt Brash should wind up giving up one run in his inning of work. But Penn Murphy, Matt Fessa, Paul Sewell all deliver a scoreless inning. And Ryan Baruki, he was able to give you four outs out of the bullpen as well. The Chicago Cubs take down the New York Metropolitans. This by a count of 3-2 to two as for the Mets. David Peterson, great name and not a bad start. He gets eight strikeouts, gives up one unearned run over the course of five innings. From there, you did wind up having Drew Smith be less than trustworthy, though. He gives up two runs in two-thirds of an inning. Seth Lugo gives you a nod out of the bullpen. And Tommy Hunter, two scoreless innings. And for the Chicago Cubs, it was Adrian Sampson who rose to the occasion, giving up two runs in five and a third innings. From there, Stephen Brolt, five outs out of the bullpen. David Robertson, Rowan Wick. Both deliver a scoreless inning, so the Cubs, despite going 1 of 9 with men in scoring position, they're able to get the W. The Pirates get the W as well. Was a good team for teams not named the Milwaukee Brewers out there in the Central on Sunday. 8-3 to the final for Pittsburgh as Bryce Wilson, pretty much an opener plus in this one. Gives up two runs over the course of three and a third innings. Many Benuelos from there gives you a pair of outs. Now the bullpen, Dwayne Underwood Jr., Will Crow, David Benar. They all give you a scoreless inning, and Tyler Beatty comes in for a pair of innings. Gives up a run along the way, and for the Pittsburgh Pirates, no home runs, but they go 5 of 15 with men in scoring position as Austin Gomber. He did not wind up getting necessarily too gombered up in comparison to the bullpen as Carlos Aceves, three runs surrendered in his inning of work. Robert Stevenson was able to give you a scoreless saying Lucas Gobreth, four outs out of the bullpen without giving up a run, but Jake Bird gives up two runs in two-thirds of an inning. Austin Gomber, three runs, two of which weren't given up in his five innings of work, and then you wind up seeing the Arizona Diamondbacks go on the road. They take down the Slam Diego Padres by a count of 3-1. Merrill Kelly, a very good first half of the season, ends with a 3.26 ERA. Gave up one solo home run over the course of six innings. Luke Voigt got his 12th home run season for Mike Clevenger. Double gloss. Gives up one run in six innings. That one run, a solo home run. David Peralta gets his 12th home run season. But Joe Manad, Tipley, Caleb Smith, Mark Lanson, they all give you a scroll setting for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Meanwhile, for the Padres, Mackenzie Gore in a very strange relief role. Gives up two runs in a third of an inning. Nick Martinez, Seth Wilson, they both give you an out out of the bullpen. And Adrian Modahone was able to give you true scoreless settings as well. And take a look at Major League Baseball right now. Certainly the first half of the season has been a little bit more of an under first half of the season as right around 52% of games as far as the season have went under. And we did wind up seeing the unders make a little bit of a comeback towards the back half of the first half of the season. It was very much an under binge first few weeks of the season. Then you wind up seeing the overs come through in May and early June. Now over the last seven days, 52% of games have wound up going under the total. More like 52.5% of games have under the total in a bigger sample size last 30 days. 53.5% of games went under 204 unders, 177 overs. And in this time span of the last 30 days, 
Underdogs have had a good run. Favorites have hit at a 56.9% clip, 228 and 173. Now, you did see 14 favorites prevail on Saturday, but you wound up seeing that even out a little bit on Sunday. And overall for the season, favorites are still hitting right around 59.6%, 809 and 549 straight up. But you're also noticing with these home favorites, they're having a tough time being able to cover the run line at home. They are 518 and 354 straight up. So that's 59.4% on the money line for home favorites. But among these 518 favorites that have won on the money line at home, just 350 have covered the run line, meaning that we've had 168 home favorites win by approximately one run. And overall this season, 672 unders to 621 overs. That is 52% to the unders. So that's what we've all seen here in the first half of the season. That's what we wound up getting on Sunday. Now let's take a look at the home run derby. Let's dive into it. Give you guys some guys that I think have a little bit of value in terms of the outright market and also some guys that I think should be able to prevail in their first round matchups as well. That is up next right here on the Baseball Opening Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now a part of the Baseball Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back here in Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson family of podcast. First things first, before we wind up diving into the Home Run Derby, this is just a little bit of a reminder here that we are in the dog days of summer. I very rarely wind up going anywhere other than lovely Las Vegas. I'm doing this out here in Hawaii, so I think I actually introduced this as if I was in Las Vegas. I am in Hawaii right now, so I'm getting a little bit of vacation in myself. So this is a time to be able to recharge the batteries, take a little bit of time to be able to evaluate just the game in general, do a little bit of catch-up, take a look at what has and has not been profitable thus far this season in the MLB. And I'll be doing that a little bit myself throughout the week as well. So have no fear if you're having a little bit of a tough time getting started with that regard. We were talking with Ariel Epstein on the podcast yesterday. If you're looking at some reposted season wins, because a lot of books will wind up doing this prior to the start of the second half of the season, that could be a good avenue as well. But the time to go all in is not necessarily on the home run derby or the all-star game. These are games which are meant to be for fun. They are meant to be a little bit of a fan pleaser as well. Now, if I did wind up having a takeaway from the Home Run Derby last season, it is that three out of the four underdogs wound up being able to win in the first round, and we do see it from time to time where a lot of these longer favorites, they wind up bowing out a little bit earlier. As we know, Pete Alonso he has won this event twice, and he is going to be in this field as well, so that's something that I'm going to be diving into in a minute. So, let's dive into it. I've got picks on the four matchups, and then I will give you guys my outrights for the Home Run Derby as well as we touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do note that as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter feed at GNRN41. I really don't anticipate a lot of changes unless we wind up seeing something very, very drastic. So let's get right down to it. We've got the one versus eight matchup versus Kyle Schwarber against Albert Pools. And I'm just getting these numbers via DraftKings. I'm sure that these Derby matchups 
they're going to vary a little bit, but right now I'm seeing Kyle Schwarber a minus 265, Albert Pools a plus 220. I would say that this is probably the least bettable of all the matchups just because it is the chalkiest of them, and I just don't see value in Albert Pools. I had Albert Pools about 3.5% to be able to win the entire event, and I made him a plus 315 underdog in this spot. I mean, just in case which Albert Pools I think is going to wind up wearing down. In all honesty, the old format where you wound up having just 10 outs and you could just take your time in between pitches, that would have voted a lot better from rather than this timed event. Kyle Schwarber just much stronger. He is younger. I just think that this is a case in which it's going to be rough for Albert Pools. Now Pools, he's got a little bit of experience playing out there in Dodger Stadium as he played for both the Angels and the Dodgers in recent years, so that does wind up helping him out a little bit, and Albert Pools, certainly a legend of the game, but I think that he's just a little bit too old, a little bit too worn down. Now, I don't know if Kyle Schwarber is necessarily going to be able to hold up for many rounds, but I think that he's going to have more than enough in the tank to be able to take down Albert Pools in this one, so this is a case in which I just think that Kyle Schwarber, the chalkiest favorite on the board, he is rightfully the chalkiest favorite on the board. I want to make him the chalkiest favorite. I want to setting him at a minus 3.15. There's just no value here on Albert Pools. Once again, if I'm looking to bet any of these derby matchups, the one that I'd probably be avoiding the most is this one, just because not a lot of value on the underdog, and if you're looking to lay it with Kyle Schwarber, you're not necessarily getting the world's greatest price there. So, let's take a look at what is going to be the 2 versus 7 matchup. Pete Alonso against Ronald Acuna Jr. Acuna Jr. finding himself a plus 155 underdog. Pete Alonso minus 185 this is another case in which I do think that Pete Alonso is going to be able to roll because this is the third straight home run derby that he's going to be taking part in. This is a guy that does a great job of being able to train in the offseason. Apparently, he trains in the state of Wyoming, which wound up helping him out last year in the home run derby. Well, it was in Colorado. Now, as we know, that this is a home run derby that is going to be taking place in L.A., so I don't think that there's really an advantage slash a disadvantage for either of these guys. Both of these guys are... Guys that are from the East Coast, Atlanta, and New York, respectively. So, you don't have a ton there, but with Ronald Acuna Jr., it just feels like he's got, I mean, a lot of good stamina in him. He's certainly a guy that is relatively shifty. I question the power a little bit, though, and with Ronald Acuna Jr., I don't know if this is an event that's necessarily suited for him. Now, the good news is, I think that of anyone to wind up wearing down, he's going to be one of the last guys to wind up wearing down, but... And Ronald Acuna Jr., thus far this season, he has just eight home runs. I do recognize that he's only played in like 59 to 60 games due to injury, but and that said, he's getting a home run every about 25 or so at best. Has been a guy that throughout his career has been a little bit more of a power guy than he has been this past season as he had 24 home runs in the first 82 games of the season before going down. But you have to figure that the injury does wind up playing a little bit of a factor. And even though he's been able to play on a day-in and day-out basis, it does seem to be robbing him perhaps of a little bit of power as He's been doing a great job on the base pass out there in the field, but home run power has not necessarily been there this season. So I do think that Pete Alonso, a true veteran of the home run derby, he's going to be able to get it done against a guy in Ronald Acuna Jr. has been a very good story. He's been very helpful for the Braves, but hasn't necessarily been a power hitter this season. Let's go to the three versus six matchup. This is Corey Seager versus Julio Rodriguez. Right now we are finding Julio Rodriguez at DraftKings minus 115, minus 110 on Corey Seager. Shop around for this one because I'm seeing currently at Circa 
Seager is a little bit of a plus price, and this is going to be the basis of the DK Nation pick. I'm going to be going with Corey Seager. I set him more around a minus 130 favorite, and what I think is just so critical in this spot is that Corey Seager, he wound up playing in Los Angeles for many, many years, and he also has a little bit of home run derby experience. He actually wound up taking part in the home run derby during the 2016 campaign. He wound up going up against Mark Trumbo, and that's a name that sounds very old and very ancient. Well, that's because it is, but I do think that he is going to really be able to power himself to victory. Now, Uli Rodriguez is just a phenom. This kid is 22 years old. He has really been able to crank it up with the deep ball recently as well as Leo Rodriguez was not showing a lot of power towards the beginning of part of the season. And if you dove into and just wound up watching a lot of the early games for Julio Rodriguez during this 2022 season, you would have seen that he wound up getting really, really unlucky on a lot of strike three calls. There was like 10 different ones where he struck out looking and the ball was not in the zone with Julio Rodriguez. Feels like he's someone that if it comes down to really having a little bit more in the tank that would be able to favor him. But Corey Seager, he himself is not one of these guys in which it's just completely jacked up or anything like that. He's got a pretty fluid swing. I think that this is an event that actually is going to be able to suit him very well because he knows the ballpark. I think that he's going to be able to have his body in control as well and he's already been through the rigors of a home run derby once before. This is going to be Julio Rodriguez's first time. And Corey Seager, just from a overall talent perspective, he's really been able to heat up the last few weeks in terms of the Texas Rangers lineup as well. You wind up seeing him get over 20 home runs in the first half of the season for Leo Rodriguez. To his credit, he's been able to do a relatively solid job himself, but I mean, just taking a look at the way that Corey Seager coming into form, 22 home runs thus far this season, but you dive into it. Nine home runs over the last 30 days, seven home runs in the last 15, so after a little bit of a tumultuous first half of the season, I think that that is going to play very well. I think that he comes into this in control, and I think that he's got something to prove out there to the folks out there in Los Angeles, so I'm going to be taking a look at Corey Seager in this one, and I'll be writing this up for DK Nation. Not him to be able to win the whole shebang, but rather him to be able to win the first round matchup against Julio Rodriguez, and then the other first round matchup is Juan Soto versus Jose Ramirez. Ramirez finds himself a plus 145, minus 180 is your price on Juan Soto, and Soto's another guy that enters with home run derby experience, and I think that this could really be impactful with regards to what we wind up seeing in this entire event. I did wind up saying Jose Ramirez a plus 138, so right now seeing the plus 145 at DraftKings, and I'm seeing at Circa a little bit of a higher price as well. I'd be willing to take a plus price on Jose Ramirez. He has really been the lone guy that has been able to get it done, and he just feels like he's got a natural fluid swing that I think is going to bode very well, and for Juan Soto, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how he ends up performing in this event as well, because we all remember the reports that wanted coming out a few days ago about him getting offered something like $440 million and him winding up turning it down. So I do think that that is something that could be a little bit of hindrance. It could wind up putting a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. In the end, I think that it's going to be a little bit of a nothing burger, but with Juan Soto as well, I do think that it is going to be a case which the experience that he wound up getting last season, because if I remember correctly, he wound up going up against Shohei Otani. That is going to bode very well for him, but also with that said, you've got a guy in Jose Ramirez that he's just sort of been able to do a little bit of everything over with that Guardians team as well, and for Jose Ramirez, one of the better hitters out there 
in all of baseball as well. I think that that's something that winds up going a little bit under the radar just because he is out there in Cleveland and he has really been the entire team to this point. I wish I could put it any other way, but he certainly has been. And I do think that with Ramirez, the way that he has been able to just slug all throughout his career, I think that he's got really good endurance. I think that he's going to be someone that is not going to try to press a little bit too hard at the beginning of this event as well. I think that this makes for what I think is going to be really the best matchup of round number one. I think that being able to get plus money on Jose Ramirez is very appealing. I do think that Soto should be a favorite, but I think that this number has went a little bit too far. And if you're looking at the futures market and the futures market as a whole, as we just wound up diving into the first round matchups, you're able to bet on some of the player to beat X, Y, Z, what have you, like the straight forecast, for example. Pete Alonso to beat Juan Soto in the final, Juan Soto to beat Pete Alonso. Kyle Schwarber to beat Julio Rodriguez. Those sorts of props. You're able to dive into those. I don't necessarily have that, but I did set my percentage chance to be able to win the home run derby. For Kyle Schwarber, I did put it at 17% because I do think that he's got the easiest first round matchup against Albert Poole, so I put it at 3.5%. That means that for a take on Albert Poole, so you would need at least plus 2,755 and I don't see a lot of value there, but for Kyle Schwarber, I feel like in the futures market, he should be priced a little bit closer to right around a plus 488 is exactly what 17% is, so right around a plus 490 or greater because I do think that it could be a case in which Kyle Schwarber, if he winds up having a little bit of a rough start to round number two, might be a little bit of a punting situation from Pete Alonso in a lot of books. I'm seeing right around a plus 190 to a plus $2, and I certainly think that he should be the short shot. I gave him a 27% chance to win, but I feel like you're paying a little bit of a tax on Pete Alonso because he's already won this event twice, and I do think that playing out there in Dodger Stadium, it's a net neutral for a lot of guys other than the guy that I have below him and Corey Seager. I said at 14% to be able to win the home run derby. I went through in his matchup with Uli Rodriguez. The fact that he has played out there in Los Angeles in the past, I do think that he's got sort of the build that is good for this event as well. He's got enough muscle to be able to carry the ball out of the yard, but at the same time, he's not sort of like a Kyle Schwarber where it's a little bit more clunky. I don't think that he'll get tired out throughout this event as well. And I think that that bodes well for Julio Rodriguez as well. I gave him a 9% chance to be able to win. That puts him at plus 1,076. So I do think that he's got a relatively solid shot to be able to do some nice things in this event as well. But I think they just want to bring into a little bit of a tougher first round matchup than many people would think in Corey Seager. And whoever winds up coming out of that Seager versus Uli Rodriguez matchup, they're most likely going to be matchup with either Pete Alonso and Ronald Acuna Jr. And that's part of the reason why I did wind up saying Ronald Acuna Jr. at plus 900. So I gave him a 10% chance to be able to win with Ronald Acuna Jr. Having to go up against Pete Alonso is honestly going to be his toughest matchup because I think that he would honestly be able to fare relatively well against Julio Rodriguez or Corey Seager, but I think that he just has such a tough first-round matchup that the endurance that he winds up getting from being able to get through that first round, he's just probably not going to be able to utilize it. And I could see Jose Ramirez falling apart a little bit if he does wind up being able to get by his first-round matchup of Juan Soto as well. And if he does wind up getting by Juan Soto, it is a case in which he'll probably be going up against Kyle Schwarber and then he wind up having to go up against most likely one of those big boppers, Pete Alonso, Corey Seager, someone like that in the final. So I did wind up giving Ramirez a 7% chance of victory, which means that I would need at least a plus 1,328 to be able to get this as well. And so if you're looking at the futures board, where I'm really finding the value is on Corey Seager. Corey Seager, someone that I feel like 
at plus 700 or greater, you do have quite a bit of value there. And in a lot of places, I'm finding him right in that neighborhood about a plus 900 or so. He's there at DraftKings. Julio Rodriguez at plus 950. That's relatively where I have him. I have more around 1050. Jose Ramirez, I think that you could have a little bit of straight value here. He is currently finding himself at 16-1 to 1 at DraftKings. I feel like he should be a little bit more favorably priced than that. I wound up setting him at a plus 13-28, but once again, that's not necessarily a large differential. I wound up setting Juan Soto at 7-1. DraftKings has him at 6-1. Kyle Schwarber, I have him more around a plus 490. Right now at DraftKings, I'm seeing him at plus 330. Once again, shop around for these numbers because there is certainly going to be some books that they wind up grading out Juan Soto a little bit more favorably than others. So I do encourage that if you have multiple options at your books to be able to just take a look at those and be able to try to extract as much value as humanly possible. If you need a little bit more on this or you had a tough time jotting down these numbers, have no fear. The spreadsheet has you covered with all that and it is pinned up on my Twitter feed at gunit underscore d1 as hopefully you guys wind up enjoying this podcast edition of the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Vison Family Podcast. And if you do like to hear from this fine podcast, Baseball Betting Show, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at gunit underscore d1. Keep in mind, letters CM, they mean does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way, it is Vine and Apple. Podcast review. If you're at this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated from there. You're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Fire that five star review. Going to be coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season. That means I'll be coming at you guys once again tomorrow from Hawaii. Take a look at the All Star game. Even on Wednesday when we don't have any games, we're going to be reflecting upon what we wound up getting in the first half of the season. I'll probably wind up having a guest on along the way as well. So you've got that to look forward to. And you've got a lot of great baseball to look forward to as well. Enjoy the All-Star break for many of you guys. Enjoy a little bit of rest and relaxation. And I'll chat at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.